are officially rolling. I'll lean in just a little bit. Oh, hi there. Welcome back once again to the Wednesday Morning Surf Report, the podcast that answers tomorrow's questions today. I don't know why, but I really was concerned I was going to blow the tagline <laughs> that time through. Um, but uh, nailed it. Boom. Mic drop. Um, so uh, I'm your host, one of your hosts, as always, Rick Larson. And uh, also with me, as always, is our other host, Jeff Cardello. Uh, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Covering all the bases. Because mm-hmm. you never know when somebody's going to download this, download this and listen to it. Um, how, are, how are things going, Jeff? Pretty good. I ate trail mix for dinner. Oh, that's I. That's ate, my status. I ate wasabi-covered almonds, so yeah. that was uh, good I'm health going on. Here. Going to yeah, I'm going to eat real dinner later, but uh, that's that's neither here nor there. Will probably be leftover chicken soup that my wife made yesterday. Hey, you know who we have with us? We have some guests. I'm going to introduce them. Our first guest is an artist. He's a cartoonist um worked with him before uh famously drew the uh cover of the matlock fanzine that everybody loves and uh, he's got some other projects that he'll talk up uh, for us this is brad dwyer hello hello brad what's something you'd like the world to know about you uh the first movie i can remember watching in a theater was godzilla 1985 oh that's a good uh a good choice i remember uh, being taken by my parents to at least two different Cheech and Chong movies. <laughs> um, there was the one where he pretended to be E.T. in part of it. I don't remember which one that is. And then there was the one where they were the twins who, like, when one would get punched, the other one would feel it. It's been, those a, long, are the, it's been a long time. Yeah, those are the two that uh, my, my uh, progressive-minded parents took <laughs> us to see. At the drive-in. Well, awesome. And we also have uh, with us a great uh, comedian, very funny person, Jill Bryan. Hello. Hello. What's something you would like the world to know about you, Jill? Um, I would like the world to know that I don't camp. I've never been camping in my life. I will no. never go camping. Uh-huh. Um, I don't do the woods nature thing very oh, well. Oh, okay. So <laughs> what, it, what, what about it... Uh, is the biggest like deal breaker of the shitting in the woods shitting yeah probably. that's terrible it's I, a bad I, thing yeah. i like a bed i you know you like to shit in a bed i, I like to shit in a bed <laughs> yeah. you know depending you and you and my puppy would Aww. get along great we would i'm a big dog yeah. person yeah yes and by that i mean i have a tail and i wag it. okay yeah. no that's <laughs> that's what i assumed you meant so yeah i we camp sometimes. The kids really like it, so we do it a fair amount. Yeah, my parents were never campers. None. We're from Brooklyn originally. Oh, and yeah. And then we grew up in Vegas. Not known for its so, camping. Yeah. Also not really known you can, for There are mountains camping. in Vegas, and a lot of people do camp that are from yeah. there, but um, it just wasn't in our DNA. We didn't ski during ski season or mm. camp or hike. or. No, I actually went hiking for the first time like a month and a half ago, and I oh. almost died. Okay. Oh God. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never skied. In fact, we went up to the snow for the first time like two weeks ago, in 
and my five-year-old daughter had never seen it. Ah, cool. I'm like, here, here, go see some snow. We were going to go to the sledding area and ride sleds, and there was ice on the road. And so no, none of us really ever it. drive yeah. on ice. So we're like, we're going to turn around. That's so what we did. We were actually going to a show a couple weeks ago in Colorado, driving up oh, from okay. New Mexico, and we were like, total chicken so we turned around we called we said we had to cancel <laughs> and they were from there these people were like oh jesus you know like uh, yeah so they yeah. kind of talked us through they're like it's like another 24 mile stretch just go really slow and make it through you'll be fine and so we ended up being fine but oh, yeah okay. i get yeah. that feeling yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah not a not a snow driver my wife grew up in 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 northern arizona where they do get snow so yes. she's at least driven in the snow but I moved away from the snow when I was like seven. Yeah, me too. So, I was like yeah. six. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. I say we get to our question. So Ooh. I'm going to shuffle them. Brad, you're in the uh, close seat for <clears throat> question picking. All right. So pick a card and read the question to the audience. What's the deal with fossils? What's the deal with fossils? Does he have fossils? to say it in the Jerry Seinfeld voice? I, I, What's the deal with fossils? I was a, that was a pretty good one. Not that yeah. good, but... <laughs> Better than mine. What is the deal with fossils? I, I got really good a couple years ago at doing a Larry David <laughs> voice. Are you saying he's old? Like Are you saying Larry, Larry, Larry David's yeah. old? I, I, would, I think he would agree with me. I would he's like pretty to hear old. that. Yeah. I would. I, I don't think I could do it anymore. Okay. Um, but I'll, I'll try to work it in at some okay. point. Okay. See if we can figure I out when you're working I'm it out. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that sounded just like Larry David. I made a joke at a, at, on, no, it was on Twitter, that I, I was going to use my Jackie Mason impersonation for my Saturday Night Live audition. Really? And, yeah. And I got, like, several messages from, like, distant relatives in other states who know I do comedy and know that Saturday Night Live is a thing. So they thought I was seriously having a Saturday Night Live audition and that I was, and most of them had no idea who Jackie Did Mason was. Did you break was, their heart? But I'm like, yeah, I don't actually. Oh. I thought you were gonna say that you heard from distant relatives of Jackie Mason who like found it endearing and that heartwarming would be great. that his spirit would it's live on. It's actually funny you should say that because I'm doing a show with his daughter next week in, oh, my, in Florida and then in New Jersey. That's, that's yes. pretty It's very brilliant. funny you should say that. I, I will admit that I learned my Jackie Mason impersonation from the old cartoon uh, the aardvark and the ant. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's where I learned how to do it. And that's um, where Brad learned how to draw from that same <laughs> no, cartoon. No, yeah. What? It all wow. comes together. It does. It does. Who Speaking knew? of Jackie Mason, uh -huh. what's the deal with fossils? What how is about the deal that? Did with you like fossils? that? Yeah, like that, that brought story? it right back. Oh, is, yeah. is Jackie Mason still alive? He's, is it, or is he very dead? I don't know. Oh, that's I very good question. I think he's alive. Let's Google it, shall we? I think so, too. I think so, too. I, I don't know. Um, that's my bet. That is my bet. I think bet. he is. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we just talk about Caddyshack 2 last week? We, he's we 84. Did. We did. Oh, he's 84. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, spring chicken. But he was a noted archaeologist. <laughs> so, that's, that, that's the connection True. between Jackie Mason and fossils. <laughs> he was actually the basis of the film character Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fossils, yeah. Um, God's practical joke or scientific truth? We will explore that uh, this evening. Yeah, yeah. 
So where's the yeah? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Who thinks it's a hoax perpetrated by the devil? To uh, my <laughs> dumb people. <laughs> dumb people. Okay. Well, my daughter definitely thinks uh, fossils are true. Okay. okay. She keeps looking for them in our backyard. She thinks they're true. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. True. What else would they be? Like False. Somebody yeah. made a bunch of plaster of Paris models and threw yeah. them like random places. It's, like they're actual things. It's there's definitely a push in some states. Really? Yeah. Oh say, yeah, yeah. I just read about this in happening. They're they're they run these bills through every year and they never make it anywhere because. They're ridiculous, and they would get struck down immediately. But it appeals to people. Like I'm, they can go back and tell people I'm fighting for what you believe in. Wow. That, yeah. The, yeah. Or that they're they're all, dis- all believe distributed fossils. by the flood. Yeah. I think this room we're My car pretty runs solidly pro. <laughs> <laughs> we are very dependent upon and fossils. electric. It is a Prius, but <laughs> there is still a little fossil fuel car. going in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That electricity had to come from somewhere. So, Very true. And it's uh, the fossils get turned into petroleum, which gets turned into balloons, and then somebody rubs those balloons on their hair, and that generates static electricity, and that charges your Prius. Yeah, so that's exactly how it works. It's cir- weird that you knew that. The circle yeah. of life, yeah. <laughs> not, not many people get that into the technical details, but it's important to know kind of a how the world we... Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Who wrote that topic, by the way? <laughs> What's that? Oh, that I'll, question? I'll, that question? We're like, okay, I, we all agree they're real. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, uh, they're applauding us. Yes. Yeah. We're Our, getting a, this is live in front of an audience. Yes, a studio audience. A tiny audience. <laughs> tiny. A tiny, tiny fossilized audience. FFA, Fossil Farmers yeah. of America. Yeah. But, I mean, just on the topic of fossils, that makes me think of older people and it makes me think of like older comics jackie mason jackie mm. mason uh don rickles oh I'm, don and rickles? his his daughter is also on that show with us what? oh wow so funny did you see the flyer I are you not. spoofing me i did not see the flyer i subconsciously may have this mm. is, so is wait. starting to sound familiar but <laughs> Is this like a special, like, Descendants of Comedians? They story? are calling it Heiresses of Comedy, yes. Oh, okay. okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yes, so the three of us are on the show. They had Rain Pryor. Yeah. So wait, are you an heiress of comedy? I don't know if I'm considered an heiress, but my brother is Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, so okay. So there's a connection. There's a connection. There's a yeah. family yeah. thing. I think that's kind of what they're looking for. Rain okay. Pryor was doing it, and then she couldn't do the Florida and Jersey shows, so they asked me, and I was like, that, I mean, that sounds so cool, right? It does. Don Rickles' yeah. daughter. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Even to just see if, like, you know, they sound like the guys. Yeah, I'm sure they probably have certain, like, inflections or, mm-hmm. like, I think speech. so. I, yeah. And I think it's because, and also because they are, it's Sheba Mason and Mindy Rickles. Like, so mm-hmm. I think they kind of go by that. Yeah. And they probably, I don't know, but I imagine they talk about their dads in their act. Where I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and I don't talk about their dads in my act, <laughs> or my brother. But um, yeah, maybe, maybe I, I they wonder. do impersonations the whole show. Maybe that would be I, super fun for me because I like I that. would, I would, yeah, I would be on board. <laughs> I'm not a big impersonation fan, but if someone's gonna do somebody really Related obscure, to I don't know. It, 
Is Jackie Mason obscure in this day and age? I kind of kind feel of, like he is. I think I, so. I think when I drop his name, not a lot of people Right, know, you have to be like my age or above to really get it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what other older comics does, do fossils make you think of? Uh, let's see. Hmm. Well, I think if we go all the way back to the beginning of this show, the one topic that has probably come up more than any other is my collection, my my box set of Laurel and Hardy movies. Oh wow! That I've been trying, like slowly working my way through because nobody else in my house likes it, so I have to wait. It is. I like them, but it's a little gone. frustrating to watch. They, yeah. You they, know, I always, even when I'm watching like Three's Company, it was always uh, frustrating to me, like that there's two dates, one's in the top apartment, one's uh, in the bottom. Jack's running around, like that. Always got me a little nuts. Contrived. Could yeah. never watch I Love Lucy for that same reason. Oh, okay. That one's <laughs> that one's big in, in in my house. Yeah. Um, and Brad might know this series of books, but the um, cartoonist Drew Friedman. I don't. Uh, doesn't sound familiar. <clears throat> does a series of portraits of old Jewish comedians. So it's like Groucho Marx in uh-huh. his eighties. Uh, I, Bob Hope. Bob Hope is in there, yeah. Um, just beautiful, beautiful caricatures. You'd know him if you saw it because he's yeah. he's in a lot of things. Are they Biggie the one? Are they the ones that hang in Sardo's in that restaurant in um, New York? Uh, that's a good question. I, I possibly, possibly. Hmm. Well, there's that other guy who writes his daughter's name and everything. I can't really think of what his name is. Hirschfeld. That's not him. That's a different guy. I don't know him. Yeah. I'm Googling it right oh, now. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. He's fantastic. That oh, was it the Drew Friedman book? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he's great. Yeah. We'll have to put up a put up a link. I I love those books so much. So, so much. So, speaking of fossils... Um, <laughs> So, has anyone, like, when you were getting into comedy, who, like, did you have any older mentors or people who gave you great advice about comedy? You know, not older. I mean, my, like, Hmm. my inspirations, the people that I always loved watching, and Carol Burnett was the one for me. I was not a Lucy person. Carol Burnett okay. was my yeah. go-to. I love that sketch comedy, and, mm-hmm. and I know you do sketch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did it throughout high school and everything. It's harder as an adult because you really got to commit to like, okay, this night we rehearse, and mm-hmm. so, and especially doing stand-up, my shows are always on the weekend, so it's kind of hard to get involved with improv, but yeah, Carol Burnett was like my go-to. And I mean, I got advice. I was lucky. I got advice from comics that are working today like mm-hmm. Sarah Silverman Adam Carolla Jeffrey Ross you know that like mm. so I was very lucky in that where most people don't have that mm-hmm. so I got to kind of shortcut um, some knowledge not you know anything else because I've been doing this for almost 10 years and I'm still my dad's still helping me with the mortgage as we discussed <laughs> before we went on the air but um, yeah you know just a few things that people don't necessarily learn Mm-hmm. as early as I was able to learn them. No, so it was kind of nice, yeah. you know, just yeah. different things. Like if a club owner's telling you you can't perform anywhere else, you know, when you're just like a new open micer, like you have to develop, like you have to perform other places as much as possible. Go to open mics, do as much as you can to get good. Yeah, I can't, I can't see how anybody wins in that scenario. The club right. owner wins because then you can only perform at his club and then he has control over you. Mm. But 
Do you, does he want someone performing in his club who doesn't perform? Does, Unfortunately, like, do you, some of them do. How, and the how, problem is the the real the real mm-hmm. thing is I know if you're some a of them headliner, do. I just, yeah. You should really only be performing it. So like if you're a headliner and you come to Arizona, you should either be performing at the Improv or Stand Up Live because they're the same owners. So mm-hmm. either one of those, or at the House of Comedy, or at Laugh Factory. But you could never headline all three of those places because. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just saw him two months ago at House of Comedy. Why would I go see him now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So that kind of, that makes Cutting sense when you're out, a headliner, yeah. but even a middle act. But like when you're an opener, an open mic, are really just learning. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be like somebody telling you as an artist, like, look, all you can draw. We just want you to draw people. We don't want you to draw buildings. We don't want you to draw trees. Well, we don't want good. you to draw dogs. Nope. <laughs> just people. Yeah. I hate and drawing cars. And it might dogs. sound good. Or maybe even maybe even only draw triangles. No circles. No it's cylinders. Easy. It's certainly easy to show yeah. up at one club all the time and know that audience and know that room. And mm-hmm. these people are this kind of demographic. And the older people come here, so I need to be this way. It's easy. But then all of a sudden you go somewhere else. Someone's giving you something to draw. You go well. All I can draw is people. That'd be like me being like, um, all I know how to do is dirty jokes. Like I couldn't possibly do anything clean. So it doesn't help you develop as like a rounded person. Sure, you know, it's the easy route, but nobody wants to take that. Yeah, no. I mean I do, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I as didn't. easy as possible. But yeah. If there's a if there's a fast lane, it doesn't have to be the easy road, but So as a cartoonist, did you have anyone who like like Mentors who gave you secrets that took them years to learn about? No. No. <laughs> no, the only... Th- I played in punk bands for years and years. And so, like, uh, once I got back into comics, like, uh, seeing really shitty... Really shitty cartoonists put out mini-comics, mm-hmm. I went, okay, now okay, I can do that. So. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, I took drawing classes and shit later on, but... Uh, I don't. I don't really think I had like a mentor or anything. Okay. I just kind of found people that were sort of like-minded. Yeah. I mean, as as podcasters, no one has guided this ship. And <laughs> look where we are I right find now. That very hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. We are on top of the world. I'm yes. Think of- top of the world, looking. Are we gonna sing some seventies tunes? <laughs> I don't know this one. We have, yeah, we haven't really busted into song too much. Um, no, if oh, ever. tonight's the night, my friend. Tonight's friends. the night. Okay. Tonight's the night. Tonight is the night. <laughs> I, I was actually just just thinking about this because my wife Gretchen is in um, a musical improv group where they basically they have an accompanist and they uh. make up an entire musical for every show, and. Famously, I cannot sing. Like it, there, there's no debate. There's no question about it. It's it's living with someone who can sing. I that now know that I so, cannot. Oh, good it, to be able to really sing, like truly. Uh, like yeah, I can fake yeah. it, and I yeah. can rap, but like to really be able to sing, wow. No, no I I can't even fake it. But <laughs> I have found myself many many times in the course of an improv show, like well this. Obviously, somebody needs to be singing right now, and I'm the one who's here. So, yeah, so I do sing on stage in that I capacity. Think, I think people are okay with that, yeah, you know, yeah. as long as you're not trying to pull off Les Mis or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if it's a comedy thing, it's fine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, 
Fossils. Do fossils. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of rock groups from the 70s are considered fossils. Sure. Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Ah, yeah. Who, uh, I do like that Dream On song. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's where I drop off with Aerosmith. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure I'm with you that far. Oh. Um, but. Dream On. Oh, look, I feel like front of my That was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a microphone doesn't encourage doesn't I don't think necessarily encourage people to sing, but a pop filter like does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really like I like it. You're yeah. like oh yeah, this makes You're like me I sound sing. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a funhouse mirror for your voice. <laughs> it is. You know? It is. I think that's a great pull quote uh, pull quote for the episode. I remember uh, being like seventh grade and that that uh, I can't even think of what song it is now, but it was it was one of their their big hits, and I remember just like all kinds of half naked girls in the video. Crazy? No, it was before that. What was it after that? Janie's got a gun. <laughs> not, I know, like that one's not known. I don't remember them. I'm just asking. Yeah, uh, no, I'm with you. Um, Van it Halen? Was, it was around, yeah, hot it was, for Teacher? It was, it was Hot uh, for Teacher, the Aerosmith song Hot for Teacher. Oh, okay. No, it looks like remember. a lady. Those weren't ladies. Uh, oh, you know, I think it was that same album, though. It was, uh, <laughs> it was the Hot Tramp Daddy's Little Cutie song. Oh, oh man. Gotcha. That's, yeah. Oh. Ragdoll. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Ragdoll. I remember that was on TV incessantly. And I remember showing it to, I had a neighbor kid who was a couple, just, he was only like two years younger than me, but he was a lot more sheltered. And I remember like showing him that. And I wasn't even like, hey, this is a great song. Or maybe I was into the song. I don't remember why I was showing him this, but his parents saw it and saw like all these dancing girls in a parade and like. I had to go home right then. <laughs> yes. It's like, you, you're out I of here. I feel like if you have daughters, you should never be singing about daddy's little cutie. That makes <laughs> yeah. me out. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. agree. And he has agreed. two daughters that he knows of. I was a big uh, fan of like the Stray Cats and mm. Brian Setzer Brian growing Setzer. up. And then I saw the Brian Setzer Orchestra maybe 10, 12 years ago. And they were still doing sexy and seventeen, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they should I have updated think, yeah, that. I don't think that one is flies anymore. Yeah, that's sexy yeah, that's and one. thirty-seven. Maybe they should yeah. like update it. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah, I think I think it works. Yeah. But if you listen to a lot of like songs from the '60s, like they're talking about like Sweet Sixteen and yeah, that yeah. I'm glad that we've come uh, further as a society. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, all the all the dignified and I respectful <laughs> songs that we Maybe have. Maybe the music nowadays. you're listening to is, <laughs> but I think we've gotten way worse. I mean, we used to. I remember being in the car with my dad in seventh grade. He was taking me to school, and "Sexual Healing" came on by Marvin Gaye, and I was mortified. <laughs> you know, I loved the song and I wanted to sing along, but it was embarrassing. "Sexual yeah, yeah. Healing." Now they're like, just talking about the filthiest stuff, and like you know that song, um, "Talk Dirty to Me." Well, you know, it's just kind of like like fun and probably like lipstick yeah, stamps yeah. on my passport, international. You're like, oh, like kind of bopping along. And then you realize your teenagers are in the back seat. And in that song, they're like, international oral sex. Like they sit and you're like, oh. <laughs> so I have to like 
turn just the volume down because yeah, I mean yeah. I'm open with my kids, but I don't want to talk about that stuff in front of them. Yeah, no. Of course, no. my asshole son's in the back seat just going penis, penis, balls, <laughs> penis because he thinks it's funny. <laughs> so now we all just sing that every time that song's on. Yeah, I don't see. What, I thought those were the real lyrics. So yeah, yeah. They are now. I'm petitioning to get it changed. Yes, that's how that works. Change.org. Mm-hmm. We're up to right. forty-seven thousand signatures. If exactly. we get it, if we get it up to Barack fifty, Obama is going to have Obama to respond. Obama has to respond, yeah. <laughs> and he'll be like, uh, "What are you going to do?" That was almost Jackie Mason. Hey, <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting. Hey. <laughs> All right. The thing that I always get into, that I always start when I try to do that impression, is he was. On The Simpsons, uh-huh. as the voice of Krusty the Clown's dad. Yes, he was like one, a rabbi, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Rabbi Krustovsky. Yeah, and, and he comes to the door, and he, and and uh, Jackie Mason goes, "I have no son." <laughs> like, oh, we came all this way, that's the wrong guy. And he comes back out. I didn't mean that literally. <laughs> See, I told you that was pretty good. SNL quality good. Jackie Very Mason good. impression. It sounded good in the headphones. It translated well. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, this is probably the most the most I've said Jackie Mason and had people know who I'm talking about. Yeah. So Well yeah, well how old are you guys? I'm forty five. Forty two. Okay. Forty three. Thirty four. Okay, so you're younger, uh, but I'm you're younger. astute, yeah. so you know. I'm yeah. not that astute. I'm not that astute about comedy. Do you know who Jackie yeah. Mason is? <laughs> More or less. <laughs> <laughs> you get the idea now. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I killed that. How about Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> yeah, How about Rodney him? Dangerfield, yeah, yeah. yes. All right, yeah. Does Rodney Dangerfield have any uh, descendants doing comedy? Not with me. Not with <laughs> you. So it doesn't count. Here, yeah. He might. You never know. <laughs> that is so funny that you guys brought him them up. Yeah, no, that is weird. It's that like is, random. That well, I was pretty, like, wait a minute, was this set up? Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty crazy. Actually, yeah, we do <laughs> hours of research yeah. for this podcast. We do yeah. minutes yeah. of research. Minutes. Yeah. We look at a screen. Yeah. <laughs> lots and lots of research and very little editing. So perfect. Yeah. Yes. And um, as far as editing goes, I think this is a, a good point to take a little bit of a break here. Yeah, that sounds great to me too. All right, we will return in just a moment. All right, and we are back from break. And then at the at the Grand Canyon, they have all these signs posted that like you might find fossils on the ground, but there's a curse if you take them oh. home. Oh well, yeah, it's the that, Brady Bunch thing. Yeah, it is. It's totally the Brady Bunch <laughs> thing. Don't, don't yeah. put that tiki necklace on. And so they have <laughs> right. they have all these letters from people who have like taken a, a arrowhead or something home. IOUs. And what's that? Are they IOUs? <laughs> no, they're just like, oh, here I'm mailing back the arrowhead that my oh. kid found because we came home and our dog I, was dead. I stubbed God my forbid. toe and yeah, the dog you know, struck by lightning and just these terrible horror stories. And I just think that's that's pretty hilarious. But. I know, but then I guess people think, well, maybe it's just better not to take a chance. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It would be nice if people would be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I guess whatever works, whatever works. <laughs> so, do you have any uh, comedy superstitions, like before you perform or anything like that? Um, I used to. I used to. Um, 
always, what were the things? I used to um, always write my jokes on my hand, no matter what. Okay. Even And even if I would, you know, at the time I wasn't doing that much time. You can't really write an hour's worth of jokes in your hand. But at the time you're doing like eight minutes or so. And I would, even though I would start with the same opener and end with the same closer, I would still write it and I would have to write it down. Uh-huh. So it was like this joke, that joke. And I would write them on my hands and I had to have them there. And I did it for like a couple of years. And then one night I was going up at this club that I knew the owner would make fun of me. Like, you have your stuff in your hands. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. And I didn't do it that night. And I just did so much better because I was just able to kind of like free flow. Okay. And I felt like if I allow myself to rely on that, I will rely on it. Mm. So I'm just going to go up there and just wing it. But yeah, that was kind of a superstition for a while. Like I'd be like search, like I have to have like the right kind of pen because otherwise it would like bleed into like the cracks Mm. in your hand. And so yeah, that was kind of a thing. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, no, I was just going to say, as far as cartooning, do you have any rituals or, like, do you have to set up your paper at a certain uh, angle? No, no, no. I have to start drinking coffee at 3 in the afternoon. Okay. okay. So I can outlast my kids. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds important. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely true. They will. How do you get any work done when you're at home with little kids? Because that's going to be hard. I just have to stay up past them. That's it. Yeah. Okay. It's a waiting <laughs> game. Wear them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just they won't take them outside forever. and throw a frisbee. I remember my daughter, she would, I would come home and like I would lie to her and say, you know, I would put her to sleep and then, you know, leave her home with my husband or I would leave her at my mom's and then I would go do my shows. And the next morning she would like see it, the writing on my hand and she'd go, did you do comedy last night? Like I betrayed her. Oh, yeah, my yeah. five-year-old, I have to lay down with my five-year-old every night. But like usually I'm... I get up so early that I'm like really tired, even though I had a bunch of coffee. So I'll sleep for like two hours and then get back up and do everything. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. So ha- have your kids ever seen your act, or do you try out <laughs> jokes on them? Like, hey, my kids check this out. Have seen my act um, like three times when I was doing shows that they kind of had to be there. Like one time I had nobody to watch them and they were kind of younger, um, so I just kept it clean those times. Um, Because I can do plenty of stuff that's fine that just, you know. I mean, if it's my full hour, if I'm headlining, it's not going to be clean the whole time generally. Mm Because, you know, it's much more fun to curse and stuff. But um, they have seen it a couple times. But actually, they are a lot of my act. Okay. So especially my son. Because he's just very funny. And he says really funny things. And so I talk about it on stage. So, yeah. They know the act. Okay. (laughs) They are the act. (laughs) Do your kids love watching you draw? Or do they try to like get the pencils and stuff. No, no. <laughs> I think I think they're like dead to it. Really? It's like they think that's what grownups do. Oh, okay. So they just the normal thing yeah. that grownups do. Grown that's just cartoon. Yeah. yeah, I guess because my kids, their friends are always like, "What? Your mom does that? Like, ha? Huh? You know?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess it's kind of weird for you." You yeah. did a collaboration with. Uh, uh, yeah, with the woman, right? I yeah. yeah, without her permission. I oh, re- sure. redrew her her drawings in my style, um, but then after I was done, like I took it to her, I was like, "Hey, look at this," and she was like, "That's not right." That's, oh, that's, that's, that's not what I was. That thing, that's oh. not what I was drawing. Well, like, tell us, what is that about? You took your daughter's drawings and like re. She, uh, she, had, she would have like stacks of like just random drawings sure. she'd make. And oh yeah. I found a bunch of ones that were like monsters and stuff, uh, stuff that I was interested and in. And she's how old? Five. 
Yeah, yeah, that stuff was from Magicians Five. Yeah. Oh wow. So I just took the ones I liked the best and then, like, redrew them, and that's then put really a cool. little comic out of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's awesome. I'd love to check that out. Do you have a yeah. website that we can look at? <laughs> not, not, not with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, can you? Oh, can I'm I come Tumblr. over and you'll show me your etchings? <laughs> I'm on. T- <laughs> I think my name is just Brad Dwyer on, on Tumblr. Okay. Cool. That's really yeah. cool. Awesome. Yeah, that was, talent I definitely yeah, do not have. Pretty, pretty exciting. I've been trying to. Um, I did when the boys were younger. We collaborated on some drawings and stuff and little comic books, but. The, the little one's just now getting in, into it, and we've drawn a couple of things yeah. together. I've got this idea that I haven't been able to uh, bribe her sufficiently on, but I want to show her like classic album covers and have her redraw them. Oh, that's cool. So I, I think I'm probably going to make a lot of enemies saying this. I really don't like to listen to Pink Floyd. Well, I don't, but either. I don't either. I think. I hey, man, are... you experience. <laughs> I also That's can't right. name one Motorhead song. Oh, so. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I can name that. Rest in peace, Lemmy. Yeah, That's all so. I know. There's that Ace of Spades song, and then there's that I'm, Road Crew yeah. song. I could. That's all I know. Sorry, on, on, I, mean, I could tell you. I could. If you just like put on random songs, I could tell you that's Motorhead. That's not Motorhead. Yeah, no. But I couldn't I tell you. Yeah. I don't know names of any songs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? I mean, I just put on. I mean, even though even digital stuff, I just put on one record and listen to it through. Yeah. yeah. Good way to do it. Yeah. I would love to see that. I'd love to see you give her ones that look like a kid would be interested in. Yeah, like, I, I think like Journey's would... Escape cover. That would be kind oh, of fun yeah. to draw. Like I think colorful. She could do and... really good with the Dark Side of the Moon cover. Oh yeah. It's just a rainbow, and she really loves rainbows, and so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What little kid doesn't love rainbows? Right. Mm-hmm. Even my one and a half year old niece goes double rainbow. It's <laughs> like one of her first things that she said. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. She um, when she was like two or three and just learned colors, she went through this phase for like four months where she would not wear anything that was not purple. Mm-hmm. I went like, through that phase. Yeah. It was the Donny Osmond phase yeah, of my I, life. I think it was, yeah. Because <laughs> right. he wore purple socks. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was also really into Donny Osmond. At that <laughs> and uh, she, like, couldn't, get, put it, put, couldn't put black pants on her. To, like, okay, you're yeah. wearing a purple shirt, but yeah. you have to wear jeans. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. No, everything was purple. And then we kept talking to her about how all colors, you know, oh, I like all colors. And, and now, to this day, if you go up to her and ask her, like, what's your favorite color? She will say rainbow. Aw, that's <laughs> sweet. It's, it's probably her yeah. favorite flavor, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, do you think any of your children are going to be in an heirs of comedy uh, tour in 30 years? <laughs> you know, it's funny because my son is really funny. And I think, um, God, I would love to see him write comedy and stuff my daughter definitely not she's really nice and she's Mm -hmm. smart and she's lovely and she's got a good sense of humor but she's not somebody that is like cracking jokes all the time there has to be one one smart and sensible person in in every family there has to be at least one and it's definitely not my (laughs) husband Um, it's definitely the daughter yeah like my son will say things like I said to him one time uh we were talking about school, and you know how, like, when it would rain when you were in elementary school, you'd get rainy day schedule, you'd stay in the cafeteria, and you'd, like, play games. And we were talking about that. I said, you know, it never really rains here. Do you guys ever do rainy day schedule? He goes, no, we do hot day schedule. If it's too hot to go outside, they make yep. us stay in the cafeteria. I said, oh, that's interesting. So do you guys play games? He goes, yeah. I said, do you ever play, like, heads up, seven up? 
He goes, is that like beer pong? I was like, <laughs> no, but it would wow. be really fun if it was. I mean, he's very sarcastic. So. Yeah. <laughs> he went to elementary school at Arizona State. Right? Yeah. Hey. Just like his mama. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah, my son has a very dry sense of humor. I don't know where he gets it from. <laughs> I hear that, or like his friends are always like, oh, he's so funny. And he does crack jokes around the house, but, and, and we do back and forth. Like I'll, I'll be like, hey, I thought of this funny thing. Should I tweet this? And if he gets it, then I'm like, okay. I'm yeah, oh, I like that. Gonna get it. Yeah. That's great when all of a sudden they're not kids anymore and they're people. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and the, the little girl has just discovered jokes at okay. school so she Cute. came home yeah she came home with like what's a computer's favorite food computer chips yay yeah. <laughs> that's such a great kid joke <laughs> yeah it adorable. is it is i remember when my daughter oh god they they met the wiggles i think when she was like two and so my okay. son, or she was like three my son was like five they met the wiggles at something and my mom was like you should tell them your joke to my son who was like five. And so he said to one of the wiggles, he said, what did the zero say to the eight? Nice belt. <laughs> ah! <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. I know, it's my closer. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to go out on something strong. Strong, right. Yeah, for sure. People yeah. come out to a comedy club, they expect They deserve humor. the best. Yeah. 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 We, need, we need to hear about some belts. <laughs> Yeah, so like growing up, were were your parents funny? Like, what were their senses of humor? My mom is funny and very like off the cut. Like she will not bombard you, but like she's always funny. Like she's always like coming up with like you know movie lines or little songs, or she'll bust out, or she'll make a double entendre from something you say. You know, she's my dad's very dry. Like he'll mm. once in a while chime in in the back that you're like, what? <laughs> but it's like hilarious because you don't expect it. Yeah. So they are both funny. My little brother is really funny. He was actually in sketch comedy over at ASU. He was in the far side. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Cool. And so he's um, God, he'll be 40 this November. So whenever, yeah. however long ago that was, but he was in it with um. Buddy Early and some other guys who okay. are people around town that do it and just like mm-hmm. fun and funny. We always had like a very outgoing yeah. group in our house. Yeah, I, I when I I am a graduate of ASU and uh, during my six year tenure, I probably saw him perform. You at the probably Farside. did. Yeah. Well, his favorite character <laughs> that he did that I really loved was called Jonathan Copperfield. He was David Copperfield's less talented brother. And he would go okay. on stage, because he looks a lot like him. He's very tall, dark hair with the dark eyebrows. And he would do this whole thing where he would just do a lot of hand-waving, like gestures, and like raise his eyebrow knowingly. Okay. And like yeah. that was basically it. That was one of his fun characters. <laughs> that I can like imagine that your parents were probably not artists. No. Because that's not usually, it doesn't seem to be one of those things that people are like, well, everybody in my household drew. We were all drawers, big drawers. No, my parents were just kind of, my dad was a teacher, and my mom just worked like retail jobs. I drew, I just drew a lot as a kid, and then I got into punk bands when I was in high school. Yeah. Uh, sorry, really? You're a musician? Uh, I played in punk bands. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what are the What are some of the punk bands you played in? Uh, uh, the the worst like named one was uh, the Genital Men. 
Okay. That was in high school. Actually, I think that's, that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, genital. Like yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. Just make it sure. Exactly. It's one of the classier terms no. that you could have used yeah. there. I love it. So, yeah. It's not meat puppets, if that's what we're saying. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, sorry, I'm losing my voice. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it happens. And what did you do in it? Guitar, bass, <laughs> what, keyboards? I played guitar in every band. Every Garbage band. can lids, guitar. Uh, I played guitar in every band ever. Okay. Mm, yeah. Ever invented. Every, uh, all of the bands. <laughs> oh, I'm Hendrix. In, in the Eagles and yeah. yeah. What, were your parents supportive of, of your music? Uh, they're divorced. Oh, okay. So that means <laughs> well, they let you do whatever you want. Were they supportive what individually? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> just they may not have been supportive of each other. That's how I got the guitar. Things. Yeah. I know. As soon as I get divorced, my kids are out on their asses. Yeah. No, that's how I got the guitar. They got divorced. Okay. Oh, perfect. Oh, nice. It's like in the Oh, stuff. yeah. They're like... He needs something to do. Yeah. <laughs> get him a guitar. Or they're like, no, I'll be the, I'll be the generous parent. I'll buy him a guitar. Yeah, oh, but I'll, I'm be, gonna be, the I'll be the smart parent, I'll, and I'll buy it for him and send it over to the other parent's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's definitely a thing. Like, no. Oh. <laughs> no, they got me lessons. Buy you a drum set to... Take yeah. back to mom's house. Yeah, I, yep. I know where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I took bass lessons, and I would bring just like like I was really into punk and all that too. And I would bring the worst stuff to my bass uh, teacher, like sh- just like the worst music ever. And he would like be like, "Oh, that's three notes over and over. Here's what you want to play." And it was just ridiculous. Just yeah. <laughs> Did you get your money back? I never did. <laughs> I didn't. But I still know those three notes. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. I, yeah. I don't necessarily think of punk rock as a very bass guitar heavy. <laughs> I think there's some bands like uh, like the Minutemen and stuff like that. Yeah, there, I mean it, it happens. It happens, yeah. but it's not as uh, it's not like uh, Bootsy Collins or something. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm talking about George Clinton here. Yeah. Did you ever take any sort of comedy workshops or no? No, no. You know, because I hear mixed reviews yes. about some people are very against. There that. are mixed reviews, and mm-hmm. I feel like this: don't fucking worry about what anybody else is doing. If you think it's right for you, mm-hmm. then take it. You know, if you feel like you need some guidance and you feel like there's somebody who can give you some hints and clues and whatever, great, go for it. Yeah. But you know, generally, if you've got comedy in you enough that you're going to be good. You don't really need a class. But, I mean, I don't think it can hurt. I think there are some people who think it can hurt because, like, well, you can learn bad habits. But I think those bad habits generally are shaken out once you're on stage enough and you realize, yeah, "Yeah, that wasn't the greatest advice. Yeah, I I definitely hear it because I kind of have a toe in the stand-up community and in the improv community. It's weird the different different approaches Mm -hmm. because it is kind of seen by some who do stand up as like a as a as a negative i do kind of agree that there are people who do it as a little bit of a scam and they're like oh you're gonna do this and you'll be famous in two years or they put on these shows with their students that have been Mm -hmm. doing comedy for a whole six weeks yeah and they get to perform and bring their friends and you know what though like really and it, there are things that bug me like believe mm. me I get crazy sometimes I'm on Facebook reading stuff and I'm private messaging my friends like oh my god are you kidding me did you see this who does this guy think he is oh she's mm. done comedy for four months and then, oh on my grind oh here I go I killed it you know what 
And it really boils down to it doesn't affect you. It has nothing to do with your career or where mm-hmm. you're going. So don't worry about it. Like I really have to remind myself of that on a daily basis because mm-hmm. you can get petty and stupid. You really have to remind yourself this has nothing to do with you. Yeah, Just step no, I'm, back. I'm with you. Don't worry about you. it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think it's because like the group stuff and improv and, and things like that, it is kind of counterintuitive. Yes. And so I think that's where classes and and that kind of structure kind of helps people to get better. But I don't know that the way most of them work, it's, po- it's entirely possible that you could spend six weeks and get somebody better at writing a sure, joke. Sure, sure. I mean, definitely yeah. probably get them better. But yeah. like a lot of, I think it's the people who are putting on those classes, they kind of make it like, okay, so now you're a comedian. It's like, well, you know, you got work. Yeah. And yeah. some people, like, they get too confident. Like, yeah, I'm doing this now. Like, when am I going to start getting paid? Like, one guy oh. <laughs> posted something about, um, uh-huh. you know, I've been a new face because the improv and stand-up live have this thing they call new faces, and it's an open mic, and it's, like, mm. once a month at each club, and you have to bring 10 people to go up. I mean, that's, that's your exchange for you to get stage time at the mm. best clubs in town. Your exchange is that you have to bring 10 of your friends who will buy food and drink. I mean, it's a fair exchange if you ask me. Sure. Um, bringer shows generally aren't a good idea, but for yeah. something like that where you go, look, I want people to come see me. Why wouldn't I want them to see me at the best club in the state? You know, like it's yeah. it's one of those things where like you can see both sides of it. But and then this guy posted like, I've been a new face three times. When am I not going to be a new face anymore? I've done this show three times, and meanwhile, this guy is terrible. <laughs> one of the worst comedians I've ever seen. Rude. Oh, doesn't man. like follow the protocol. Like mm-hmm. just thinks who the hell he is, as my mother would say. Yeah. And um, I commented, and he was like, "When am I going to start getting considered for hosting weekends?" I was like, "Bitch, are you kidding me?" I felt like I had to say something because I work at those clubs, you know. Uh, and so yeah, I felt yeah. like I was sticking up for them. I'm like, "Look, do you really think you've been doing comedy for like two years?" Like some yeah, of us are yeah. doing it for 10 and we're struggling and battling to get weekends there. Like, mm. and you know, and he unfriended me. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. So uh, net positive. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, you just got to go. Everyone's going to have their, I guess there's probably cartoonists who think they're the most amazing things in the world and you're going, dude, I could have drawn that in third grade. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a pretty low bar. <laughs> I don't think anybody's... Egos were that way big. <laughs> yeah, and comedy, that's the thing. It's all about your ego. Yeah. I mean, if you're it, like this little retiring flower, generally you're not going to get on that stage. So you got to deal with that Yeah, yeah. I definitely think, yeah, there's kind of a lone wolf mentality and, a, and you are up there alone and vulnerable. Yeah. Which and is so why I we get so upset when people heckle us. In fact, I just posted a video today of another comic who uh. was taught, it was from two years ago, but he was saying, long story short, he got heckled at a show uh-huh. and he said to the drunken woman like where do you work and she made the mistake of telling oh, him gosh. and so the next day he went there <laughs> while, she was, while she was cutting hair and he's going so how's it and she's like this is my place of business he's like just like the comedy show was my place of oh, business that's do you see how rude it is to interrupt someone when they're trying to work you know, and, and so, and I posted that video. I was like, here you go. This is why it's just rude. It's like I'm trying to get out of thought. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I definitely don't understand that. Sometimes impulse. people I, yell out stuff that are, that's funny or that adds to the show or no, whatever. Never. That, but <laughs> sometimes 
if they <laughs> no, do. Them, I'm kidding. And sometimes yeah, you can happen. play off of yeah. it. And but if they're really like heckling or just drunkenly saying, yeah. you're you're like, okay, yeah. this is yeah. a one man show. I'm the one with the microphone. If you could, yeah. But you also I, don't want to be mean and like I, make the audience hate you. Yeah, I definitely yeah. know the 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 type that's gonna that's like. I'm sitting here in, in in the dark and nobody's paying attention to yeah. me on on the my one night that I get to go out and I want somebody to notice me. You should and, go yeah. to a club then. That's probably yeah. Yeah, probably not a good not choice. Not a comedy club. Yeah, go to a, a dance club. Yeah. And get yeah. naked. <laughs> get naked. <Yeah. laughs> I think on that note, um, we've come close to the end here. No, right? What? Yeah, so this is the part where we all get naked. No, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, what you didn't tell them is that I already am naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Started off the show pretty naked. Did yeah. you guys um, all get your vomit buckets out? <laughs> okay, oh, perfect. Oh. <laughs> um, Do we have so, plugs? Are we going to yeah, plug we, something? Oh, yeah. This is a, yeah, that's what we're That's where, that's we're, where headed. we're headed. That's right where we're headed. So, <laughs> Jill, what, uh, what? what's going on with me? you? Yeah. Um, what do you have see. coming so up? Next or where Wednesday, can people learn more about you? As we discussed, next Wednesday, I'll be in Delray Beach, Florida with Jackie Mason's daughter, Sheba, and Don Rickles' daughter, Mindy. And then um, Friday and Saturday, we go to... Um, New Jersey. We'll be in Princeton at Catch a Rising Star doing shows there. Oh, fun. And then a couple weeks later, I'm back at the Tempe Improv with Bob Marley. Not the Rastafarian guy. He's dead. <laughs> the white dude from Boston. Super funny. Yeah, the, the ghost that visited yes. Scrooge. Yes. No. No, that's Jacob um, Marley. Yes. Okay. And um, if JillBryanComedy.com is my website. So you can check out all my little places there. I'm on Twitter, but I'm not very active on Twitter or funny, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so... To go in and delete your Twitter account. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah, find me there. Come out to a show. And go to my website. And like my um, contact information is on there. If you see a show you want to go to, send me an email and just say, hey, I was on your website. And I can almost always get people on the guest list. So okay. it's worth asking. If I can't, I'll just say, I'm sorry, I don't have a guest list for this show. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully I have to, have to make it out soon. Soon. Brad, what uh, what do you have coming up, or where can people uh, learn more I about will you? be at home. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Go knock uh, on his door. Go, my house. Go and knock on his door. <laughs> but I'm on social media all the time, so it's uh, bradwire.tumblr.com, or uh, uh, I'm doing a weekly sci-fi comic thing called uh, Ape Men of the Apocalypse, which is on it's apemenapocalypse.blogspot.com. Oh, okay. I was actually going to draw an ape, and I completely oh, right. forgot about it. That's all right. But yeah, I, I still can. Yeah, you can. You totally can. I still, I still, I still may do that this week. Um, so I'm uh, going to be drawing an ape. That's my plug. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, actually, uh, shows coming up um, in February on the 11th, right before. Valentine's Day. Um, once again, I'm participating in a show at the Torch Theater called uh, The Third Wheel, which takes real life couples. So my wife Gretchen and I are going to do it. And uh, uh, longtime fans of the show may remember she was voted 2015's tallest guest. Oh, on, how tall show. is she? She's 5'10. Oh, okay. We, we're completely democratic, so I let people on Twitter decide who was tallest. Hmm. Seems odd. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, that was a landslide. She won that one. Um, 
Good and, for her. Uh, she worked for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick a third person at random that we'll get introduced to right before the show, and we'll make up some. And you'll start making and, out. That's awesome. I <laughs> love that. Hey, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet, but uh, always, always go into it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Hopeful, uh, wishful thinking. Well, let me know what his name is. I will. Okay. I will. Um, Jeff, what do you have? Coming? I will be in that third wheel show as well with with my lady friend. So, really? uh, whoever come on out, you know, it'll be a really fun time. Um, also, yeah, just follow me on Twitter at jcardello, j c a r d e l l o. And that's all I got. Okay. Well, we will uh, next month uh, in February on the last Saturday, which I believe is the 27th. Um, we're taking this show sort of on the road, and we're going to be doing monologues for the uh, Torch Theater's neighborhood show. So we tell a story, they do a couple of scenes, and it's a really fun show. Fun. So, yeah. To make it out to that if you can. I'm on Twitter at rlarson4, and it's Larson with an E. And uh, I'm not Banksy. Okay. Anymore. Mm, ever. Mm. Never was. It's a ru- common rumor that gets thrown around a lot on social media, but nope, I'm not Banksy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thank you to our wonderful guests for making this an awesome time. Thanks for Gangplank for putting us up week after week. And uh, thanks to you guys for listening, and enjoy the rest of your internet.